Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a 7-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally-owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Welcome to another episode of the SmackDown Live Recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca, joined as always by the CEO of the Pro Wrestling Sheet there, Ryan Sadden. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. You know, it's funny. I saw someone the other day uh, in the comments yeah. pointed out how you always call it the Pro Wrestling Sheet mm-hmm. when technically it's just pro wrestling sheet. Right. But the but I like is it. article. The I like is the it. article. No, right. I like it. Yeah. And then someone pointed out that I'm technically the editor-in-chief of the site, not the CEO of the site, but... To that person, I kind of liked being called a CEO by yeah. someone every week, so I just didn't correct him for the past year. I he, saw, I've seen your comments about it. Look, he's a CEO, and he hired himself as editor in chief. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it's that. A good way of looking at it. It's yeah. a very good way of looking at it. I'm doing great, Roca. Yeah, I, uh, I say it's the Cleveland Browns. I don't go. Hey, they. I don't go. Cleveland Browns played. It's the Cleveland Browns. Like it's the mm, pro wrestling. But sheet. I think it's, it's an m- article. But mm, it's. A I guess you're right because you wouldn't say. 
I guess you would say the, no, you would just say L.A. Times. I say the L.A. Times. Okay, all yeah. right. I also you... say the Target, so it's my thing. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, I do a great to answer your question. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just staying busy. I, uh, I've been working out lately for the oh, past like, month. I think nice. I mentioned it once. And I'm, you know, every other time I've done it, I always just like try and like post a picture while doing it, like other people do. Like Mark Ellis, yeah. Or just in general, most people on social media, because I felt like if people know I'm doing it, I'll feel the pressure to do it. Right. But I haven't been doing that this time, and it's helped a lot. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> now yeah. I'm just like just doing it as opposed to like for anyone else. And uh, I feel like after a month now, I'm like finally starting to like not hate it. Okay. Dislike, yes. Yes. But I haven't hated it, and I think I'm losing a little bit of weight, so okay. I think I'm going to stick with it. And nice. It's, it's giving me a little more energy, I think, during is it, the day. Is it the endorphins? Uh, Maybe. The, the, or the kicking in? Maybe. I don't know. I don't, right. do, I don't do it in the morning, which is like what I eventually want to yeah. transition to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, well, Frank Grillo was in for the deep cut, and we interviewed, I interviewed him, which is an episode coming up next week, but... He said to me, I mentioned working out. I got to get back into it. It's been two years. He goes, he gave me his phone number and he goes, I'm going to work your ass out and make you lose 20 pounds. And I was like, holy shit. So we'll see if that happens. That's but awesome. That was a nice offer from a pretty badass mo- yeah. Uh, mofo. So yeah, totally. We'll see how that plays why, out. I, w- It'll motivate me, maybe. Google his name. I want to see his face. Oh. I, know who he, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like, I just because just I'm. it's going to drive me crazy. He's crossbones in Captain. That's who. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's who I thought it was. Yeah, Got yeah, it. That's yeah. That's who I thought it was. It's a cool, tough cool. SOB. I'll be honest with you. Tender, though. Watching wrestling for yeah. as much as I do, because I used to watch it. A lot, mm-hmm. but ever since I started the site, it's like I have to watch it all the time. Yeah, you do. And I'm just looking at guys in good people, not guys, people in good shape at all times. Yeah. And, it, and finally, I was like, God, I gotta get in shape, man. It's, right. it's probably from What's like it in your head. It's just in my head from yeah. watching do, people with six packs every day. Yeah. But yeah. like, but yeah, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm de- yeah, it has given me a little bit of energy. Good, like good. It. Wait till you see the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and see Brad Pitt take off his shirt. Is it good? Then it'll motivate you again. Is it good? It's good. Great. It's not great. It's ah. good. It's good. It's good. Not great. Uh, right. We're going to talk about Lion King afterwards now that I saw it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I want to hear what his real thoughts on it were, not what he put on Twitter. There you go. Speaking of angry fans, Kevin Owens uh, <laughs> came out. Uh, we had this whole thing with Shane McMahon kicked off SmackDown Live here, talking all this stuff after we had a little bit of a preview of what had happened the weeks before, talking all uh, what's going to happen to Kevin Owens, what's going to go down, and mentioning how Kevin Owens quit, calling him a quitter, all these kinds of things, which, of of course, in the WWE, they always have uh, receipts. And yeah. so uh, Kevin Owens comes out, kind of challenges the notion, said he's not that same person anymore. They have a fun back and forth. Then Shane stops him and says, whoa, come any further. You're not going to wrestle at all tonight. You know who you are going to wrestle? Roman Reigns, the big dog. And that gets a huge reaction from the Miami crowd that was there. So uh, what did you think about this whole promo back and forth and what it led to? Uh, it was fine for yeah. what it was. You know, I think that... I just really wish they had used Kevin Owens on on the reunion show. Yeah, that was weird. As much as I liked what they did with Stone Cold, they really could have used Stone Cold uh, from the uh, an interaction with yeah. Kevin Owens of some sort. Um, Maybe a double stunner. Yeah. I also think that I was a little distracted here at the opening of the show. Okay. Because that's because uh, they said Shawn Michaels was going to be on commentary. They did. And then they kicked off the show by saying he's not going to be on commentary. And then New Day came and out. And New Day came to be on commentary. To be there right. on commentary. And I was like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Why did they do that? Mm-hmm. And, and especially after seeing the segment that happened later, I'm really wondering why that happened. Yeah. Um, but this was fine for what it was the Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon stuff. Um, I mean,. The, I, I mean, the people, the people seem pumped for Kevin Owens versus KO. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I was surprised uh, 
that they that uh, uh, Sean was going to do commentary for a whole show anyway. That's not a Sean Michaels thing. <laughs> That's funny that you say that because Jay Washington, when we were in the Raw yeah. he said the same thing. He was like, Sean Michaels needs like short doses on commentary. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Because he he Sean drifts off. But also, I think what I took from his initial tweet when he announced it. Because he said, like, I've been practicing. Mm-hmm. It sounded like he had been practicing at the WWE Performance Center while down there. Oh, to wrestle or to call matches? To call matches. Wow. You know, that, that's the vibe I got okay, when he okay. said, I've been practicing. When he said he was going to be on commentary. So um, that was the vibe that I got. Yeah. Um, but clearly, maybe I was wrong. I'm I don't down, know. I'm down to practice calling matches at the WWE Performance Center. I'm sure you would be. Do you think it's two stools and you just with a mic? Or do you think it's yeah. actually a whole desk and everything like that? Oh, I think it's a whole desk. I bet okay. you it's a whole desk. All right, I'm down. Yeah, I bet you it's a whole desk. I mean, they have a whole green. They have a, they have so many rooms in that Performance Center. of uh-huh. like The promo room where there's just a camera rolling. And you can just basically walk in, push record, cut your promo. When you're done, you know, you push stop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what's your email? You type in your email and it sends you your promos so you can practice your promos without someone, like, watching you. You know, you can, like, literally do it in the mic, you know, in the camera and see what you look like to try and, like, get better at promos. I'm down with it. I like that idea. There's lots of cool stuff like that. I like that idea. There was nothing too monumental about this opening, right, Right. that I recall. I mean, I was kind of like, I almost felt like I was half paying attention to it because I don't have a lot to say about it. It kind of laid the groundwork for what's going to come later on in the the show, but certainly furthering this uh, uh, angle between Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. I'm starting to warm up to it. I didn't like it initially. I'm starting to slowly warm up to it. We'll see. I mean, the fact that he's using the stunner is kind of a weird on-the-nose thing that this is Stone Cold and Vince again in a new era. Yeah. So I'm a little concerned about that, but we'll see as we go as it goes along. Certainly, Kevin Owens is one of my favorite wrestlers. And he'll make it work. Yeah, and I feel like Shane versus Kevin Owens at SummerSlam is fine. Yeah, sure. I'm into it. Whatever. Better than Miz, I guess. Yeah, yeah I can see. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, you know, like I said before, at least it's against someone who you can believe is an anti-authority type right. person. You cannot believe Miz is an anti-authority type person. Right. You cannot believe Roman Reigns is an anti-authority type person because... We, we see all their interviews. We see everything they've done. We know mm-hmm. we, we watch their trajectory, and, like, both guys are clearly company guys. Right, right, right. Kevin Owens, I don't think you can say that as much about. He's much more of a rebel. He's much more of a, yeah. a loose cannon, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think Rollins would be in that, but, like, after seeing him at the Raw reunion, I, I don't see it anymore. And just after seeing, you know, how much he waves the WWE flag yeah, on right? social media and Literally, stuff now. yeah. This whole thing. You, two words for you. Wait, I wasn't triple. I don't. You know, when they do the reunions, I guess everything gets thrown out well, and it's fun. You know, we talked about it on the Raw recap yesterday, this, similarly. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, at, right as I finished here, you know, there was a, I, I hadn't seen it prior to recording because um, I was running around doing a ton of things yesterday. Yep. Um, but apparently uh, Ricochet was oh. supposed to be in that spot. Oh. So that was supposed to be Ricochet. That totally makes sense. Which makes way more sense. Yeah. But apparently he's dealing with some sort of like minor elbow kind of infection thing. Um, he was seen earlier in the day with like his yeah. whole arm wrapped up. Wow. And he even replied to Rollins on Twitter with like a crying face when Rollins posted the video or the picture of him with all the legends, uh, with all the DX and click guys. Uh, So, yeah, originally and the, I believe, I want to say the SmackDown, something on WWE.com is what really revealed it because there was a write-up on WWE.com that went up after and it said something along the lines of like after DX and, and um, NWO, NWO uh, helped Ricochet combat the club. Oh. What's going to happen with blah, 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 blah on SmackDown or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so everyone was like, wait, 
that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. What are you guys talking about? And then, then it all kind of like slowly started to yeah. come to light. So that made it make a little more sense yep. to kind of why they had to do things on the fly like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did you retweet that tweet of someone saying they should, that Scott Dawson needs to have a Dawson's Creek? Oh, yeah. I loved it. That's Dawson's a great Creek tweet. versus OC. I was laughing for 10 minutes. The OC stuff. We least. talked. We were dying yesterday on here, of too. Course. I mean, the OC. It's ridiculous. It is Ridiculous. I thought the Viking experience was ridiculous. The OC, like, goes, hold my beer. <laughs> I mean, that was basically what that was. That really was what it was. I, you, you, you absolutely just... undercut the club completely. That stupid name. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it's funny, too, because I, I almost wonder, let's say, let's say someone in creative said, hey, guys. Yeah. I guarantee you whoever said no, which is probably Vince, was like, that was 10 years ago. Nobody's, nobody's fucking remembers that. Also, like, such different audiences, the OC versus WWE. Right. Nope. I'm sure they didn't expect that every single person was going to be like, oh, guys, what? But yeah, yeah. No, 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 it happened. They Everyone was like, it. what? Yeah, I'm sure Gallus and Anderson were his pitch were like, oh, no. Oh, no. We were just getting close oh, no. to being relevant oh, again. Oh, man. Son of a god. Damn it. <laughs> the worst part, like I said yesterday, is the shirts are cool, too. Oh, the shirts are badass. I, yeah, I know. I like the shirts, sadly. All right. I well, just have the OC at the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I grew up in Orange County, and I don't like it. He knows what he's talking about there. <laughs> California. All right, so uh, Apollo Crews here came out in a non-title match against Shinsuke Nakamura. I really enjoyed this match. Absolutely. They finally... I hope I can say this right. They finally uh, let Apollo do what he... Like, took the reins off of him and let Apollo do what he can do with a match. And Shinsuke really... Like, the chemistry was great between these guys. Thoroughly enjoyed it. The near falls were believable as hell. And he wouldn't have lost anything if he had lost uh, Shinsuke because he wouldn't have lost the title. So, but this was great. And even Atunga, I think, said afterwards, or Xavier said afterwards, they're going to remember Apollo from this match. So hopefully this, you know, whatever they're doing with him, hopefully this is another step in the right direction for him. Yeah, I mean, even though he... I want to say it was last week when he won, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So... It was kind of random that he like wins last week and he gets an opportunity and loses right away. It's like, right. well, which way are we going with him? Right. But yes, absolutely. I was a big fan of the match. I mm-hmm. thought that, you know, I've, I've been a big fan of Apollo Crews for a long time. Sure, and sure, I've sure. been surprised that he hasn't gotten a bigger push this whole entire time because of how ripped he yeah. is and how much he can fly around. Um, you'd think he'd be someone that Vince would love, yeah. you know? Um, so I'm not really sure why he, he hasn't, but I'm glad to see that he's finally like getting a chance lately. I mean, he, he is someone, you know, between... You know, last week and then uh, Kushida on NXT and mm. and now Shinsuke Nakamura. I think that Apollo Cruz is kind of stepping out a little bit finally, uh, and, yeah. it, and, it, and it's it's very needed because he's a very talented guy. Yeah. And this match really showed that. Yeah, and hopefully they give him more and more. I hope this is a program. Mm-hmm. Now they fought twice. I hope this is a program that leads to something maybe at SummerSlam and gives Apollo a little more uh, shine, a little more chance to show what he can do. And wait, did he did, did he beat him tw- did they wrestle twice? Was yeah, the last one against Andrade? Oh, I'm sorry. Andrade. Right, right, right. But, like, you see what he can do is yeah. what I'm saying, I yes, guess. Yes, yes. Uh, and we've seen him on TV twice. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. I should say that. Uh, so, like, I want to see what it leads to. And if it leads to a SummerSlam match with Shinsuke, that'd be great. Because who else is sitting around waiting to challenge Shinsuke? This makes sense. Yeah, and Finn's obviously moving into yes, something else. Yes, yes, Which we'll get to in a little bit, yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, and also, can we just talk about Shinsuke's swag last night? I know. Dude, he had, like, a whole swag going with that jacket and, like, showing off the belt while mm-hmm. doing his jacket. He legitimately looked like he was a like a runway model, you know. Yep. Like he had just like as if he was doing like a swag down like a runway mo- uh, runway, yep. uh, which I thought was really cool. I, I liked the way he he just had a cool 
presence to him. Um, and, and and New Day really did add to this match. Oh on my commentary. god, they were so funny they throughout were the match. So funny. Like when, when Shinsuke won, and and then he just started beating up Apollo, yeah. and they were on commentary like. Who's going to help him? Well, it's not going to be us, but where's your friends? Where's your friends, Apollo? Where's your friends? And they just kept yelling, where's your friends? On commentary, I was cracking up. I almost wonder if that's why they got pulled from commentary. Oh, eventually, because they well, were I just... don't know if they did get pulled from right, commentary, right. but it was odd how, like, they were there half the show, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like, now Michael Cole's here, and I don't know, because the whole... I, I'm going to obviously ask around a little bit today and yeah. see if I can find anything out, but, like, the whole commentary thing was weird last night. You know, I don't know... It was weird that they announced Shawn Michaels was going to be on commentary. Yeah, then he wasn't. Then New Day, they said, was going to be on commentary. Then they took him off in the middle of the show and switched him with Michael Cole. Obviously, they explained the Byron Saxon situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, his father passed away. Very sad, yeah, which yeah, makes yeah. sense as to why he wouldn't be there. Um, but I, I almost wonder if they, like, gave Corey Graves the night off thinking that Shawn Michaels was going to be in his oh, spot. Oh, good point. And yeah. then it was like, oh, shit. Shit. Yeah, because now we're gonna do this thing with Shawn Michaels, right? Right. Uh, with Miz TV, uh, which we'll get to next. But uh, I, it was weird to me. Like the whole commentary scene throughout the night was was very confusing. However, yeah, I really enjoyed my commentary, Michael Cole's commentary on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to hear Michael Cole not necessarily be uh, the lead play by play guy mm-hmm. who's like the main person running the show. This is what I'm telling you. What? My, I've been saying this from the beginning. Even. Michael Cole he had a great run, and obviously he's still doing it on Raw. But, like, I think he'd be great to go back to the side and do stuff on the side as color be, and let Renee lead Raw. That's what she naturally can do. And we saw here with Tom Phillips how he was able to bounce off Tom so well, still get pr- all the promos right, get everything in order because he's the guy in charge of all these do- all these people. He's gr- He should just slowly move to the side. I can see okay. it happening. I can see it happening. Yeah. I'm honestly wondering power. If, if, if... I'm honestly wondering if, like, as we get closer to the Fox thing, I feel like... As we get closer to the Fox thing, we're going to get a shakeup when it comes to the announcers. Yeah. Um, I don't think – I don't know this, but because they want to have different looks for the two sh- – they want the two shows to stand apart right. once the Fox thing happens. Right, of course. Um, I would think they wouldn't want Corey Graves on both shows. Yeah, no. You so can't. you would – I feel like there's got to be some sort of shakeup here. Yeah. Um, I really – I felt like Michael Cole did a good job of like – like you said, uh, I wouldn't say color commentary because he wasn't like, you know, this big animated mm-hmm. thing, but he was providing color to everything, you yeah. know, with stats and facts and, 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 and things based on his uh, 20 years in yeah. the business and yeah. stuff. I actually – I know Michael Cole gets a lot of shit for commentary and stuff. He does. But here – he didn't have to – since that's he what, was second, that's what I he mean. didn't have to promote anything. Right. He didn't have to be like social media this, SummerSlam that. He was literally just sitting there, and when right. there was a good thought that he had, he was able to provide it. And I, and I, I really felt like it did it, – it was nice. I, I yeah. thought it was good. Yeah. 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 I think this is the way to go for Michael. Michael will still stay in power. Michael will still be in charge of these people. And the, ca- the check's still cash. He does not have to be the main dude. I get the ego of it, of course. Trust me, I understand that, but I also think you know some things. It's you're still you're still the the man. You're still in charge of the situation. Going to the side to to not let, but to open the door for Renee to step in and do the natural thing that she does, which is lead a hosting panel, uh, makes so much sense. Well, but to be fair, leading a hosting panel and leading, well, leading commentary, commentary team are such different things. Yeah, but I believe that she can do it. I really do. And I, I I've been you know banging this drum for quite some time. I think she's the one to lead Raw next and i think the fans won't have a problem with it because the fans love renee and all the shows she does the fans love her and i think that's why she's always front and center 
Because they have other female hosts they can put into those spots, but no one gets the response Renee does, right? And so having her take into, I think she's more naturally suited to lead a announcing team than she is to, pick, to be color on an announcing team. So we'll see. I mean, but like, I take your point and absolutely agree with no, you. I think you're great I, on, on she's SmackDown. She's great at, at, she is phenomenal when it comes to um, leading the charge of anything that she is given. Yeah. When she's allowed to be the leader of something, yes. she's great at it. So I, I don't, I'm not doubting that yeah, she has yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I actually do think that's what's going to happen. I, I, mm. I, I could see her being the lead person yeah. on Raw in the near future and Michael Cole going over to SmackDown. And, and, and maybe they do like, maybe they do something like Renee, Corey, and mm-hmm. a third person. And then on, on SmackDown, it's Michael Cole. Tom, uh, Tom Phillips and Byron. And, and Byron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that would kind of make sense to me. And, and then Michael can slide into a little bit of the Corey Graves role, be a little more of a heel, like the old school, the ankle lock, all that. Oh, I don't, can, I don't want the coal miner <laughs> era to return. I was not a coal miner. What? Oh, that was You fun. were a coal miner? I was not a fan of him. You're fired, Roka. But I, but I loved all of that. The, I mean, I loved. It was so funny. I did kind of like when he hated lock, it. You cannot deny it was I d- genius. I did like when he. I, I, I don't think it was good, but no, I no, did secretly. And I did enjoy when he was a hardcore heel and yes. he was uh, talking shit on Daniel Bryan all the time. Yes, undermined the shit out of Daniel Bryan, but it was always funny. And when he was doing like the NXT stuff and he like hated being there, it was fun. Yeah, so. it was brilliant. And is going after Jerry, of course, and wearing the damn onesie or whatever it is, the singlet <laughs> with the, was brilliant with, with the, the headgear. Yeah, head uh, anyway, all right, so as a, uh, Ryan mentioned, Miz TV up next. Um, this was awesome. I'm this sorry. This was great. Yeah, Miz came I know up. you're not a Shawn Michaels guy. It's not that I'm not a you're Shawn not Michaels guy. Don't fucking say, front not, for the camera. I'm not a Shawn Michaels guy. It's just that I don't revere him to the level that other people revere him. That's all. He's a fantastic wrestler. Great legacy. Certainly a good you ambassador don't like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. to the sport. We all, know. <laughs> we all, we all heard you. Not true. Not we all true. Can read through the lines, Roka. That's not true. Read between the lines. I've said all the time that one of the best WrestleMania matches ever is uh, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. That's one of the best. One of the best. Well, that's true. That's well, true. you'd be silly if you didn't say Oh, that. now I'm silly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just didn't like the way Sean treated Hulk in that match. That's the only problem I've ever had well, with Sean. Hulk uh, shouldn't have been such a... Well, well, well you yeah. Because Sean's, <laughs> Sean's such a normal, you know, relaxed guy. Anyway, uh, we have Miz come out. Before we get to Miz, real quick, the promo with Ali. Did you like... That was here as well, I think. Oh, did you like that promo? I did, yeah. I mean, it, okay. I, I like when they do things that are a little different. So, I mean, like, I like that they're giving Ali these promos that just stand out. They yeah. look a little more cinematic. They have that cool vibe to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that kind of thing resonates with a younger audience, too, because it's like, yeah, it I think feels that's grittier. what it's about. Yeah, me too. Right, because for me, I look at it and I go, just go do your business. Mm-hmm. But this whole, I, I'm not a fan of people who take videos of themselves talking about stuff. Even in our sphere, I'm not the biggest fan when I see it on social media when it's constant. The yeah. occasional thing, great, but constant, I don't like it. And seeing the promo from uh, Ali, I'm like, this is for another generation. Because for me, you can twist that and turn that into a heel thing. Because he said, I don't care if it's here or here. I'm going through whatever I need to go through. So it could be funny if he turns it into a heel well, situation. I, as we get closer and closer to SmackDown moving to Fox, mm-hmm. I'm noticing just like tiny little changes yeah. of like for the sports e element yep. kind of coming back to SmackDown where to separate it from Raw. Raw's like the soap opera show. Right. And SmackDown's more like the sportsy kind of yep. vibe because, I mean, even the commentary Michael Cole was providing last night, the color stuff, he was providing yep. some stats and, and history type stuff. Um, and I felt the same way here where it was like, this is much more of like 
something you'd see an MMA guy doing yeah. on this on you know where he's like his YouTube his pre-fight YouTube series where right. he's like sitting there talking tough to the camera. And I like it. It's very yeah. old school but new school, so I'm into it. Yeah, I'm down with that too. All right, so anyway, Miss TV, uh, Miss comes out. Uh, welcome Sean Michaels to the show. They have a good conversation. Before before yeah. we get to Dolph interrupting, <laughs> yeah. I, my, one of my favorite parts, well, not one of my favorite parts, but something I loved about this was I like that Sean came out in a suit jacket because yeah. they probably told him to wear a suit jacket. And then, like, he gets, and by the time he gets in the ring, he has already taken off his suit jacket, and he's in full sexy boy mode where he's just got a tank top and jeans on yeah. where he's just like, yeah, this is me. Yeah. Uh, I like that. It made me laugh. I agree. I agree. I think it was great. And it was he, they, classic Shawn Michaels. Yeah, classic, of course. He's going to do what he's going to do. Who's going <laughs> to tell him otherwise? Exactly. You know, and he'll take the hits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vince knows. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He'll, he'll get forgiven before he asks permission. Uh, but he gets in there, like you said, he takes his clothes. They have a, a nice back and forth, talks about the Raw reunion, how fun it was to be with those guys uh, and uh, the and then of course the younger superstars as well and it was great I mean like look DX and NWO coming together you forget they're the clique like as much as I want to put them against each other they are all friends and they were the guys that revolutionized the the, the business in the 90s Absolutely. when it was about to go into the tank uh, you know, for a number of reasons and you see that they so I always forget that you know when they come together that they were friends originally totally so the fact that they, they well, all had this idea is genius it's one of my favorite things that they like split yeah. Part and then they raised the mm -hmm. business. You know the, the business got elevated and they're yeah. still friends the whole time. It's great. The curtain yeah. call. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so we get this happening and this is fun. We had a little time with Sean, but then Ziggler comes out, interrupts, um, then says that he is so disappointed that Sean broke his heart by coming back and all this jazz and that he should have gone out on top. That's the way. And then Sean comes back at him and says, surprisingly, I agree with you. I shouldn't have retired. And then says, but what's it like to be a second rate? Shawn Michaels wannabe. You do everything to work hard your whole entire life, have all these accolades, and still be known as a second-rate uh, Shawn Michaels. Love that. It was good. Oh, that yeah, was yeah good that one. was good. You know, that's the thing. You go, like, so, uh, an ultimate pro like Shawn Michaels, you know he's just, like, he's sitting back there at NXT during tapings and being like, oh, if I could just, like, go in there and do that. Oh, of course. Thing, I would turn it on like this. or mm -hmm. You know, you know his mind is... He, he can't help it. He's Shawn Michaels. Then yeah. he's always thinking of like what he would do if his character was thrown. Right. You know it. I mean, it probably helps him think of what he could do for other people, you right, know? Right. And so, you know, that it's like, he, you could tell that he's just like been around it now mm -hmm. for so long at the PC that like, it's in him. It's in him again. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not. It's not like when uh when someone's been gone for a long time and they're not around it and, mm -hmm. and they maybe can't hit those points at yeah. certain times like that but Shawn Michaels hit it perfectly you know yeah. when from being the happy-go-lucky guy to when you know Dolph's talk shit and it, it affects him and then he does the you're right types of it's just like nailing every beat mm -hmm. perfectly like like a great actor would yeah. you know like yeah. just like nailing him and and I felt like uh you know one thing I found interesting is they've really been burying their Saudi events lately oh yeah Have you noticed that no well in this thing he basically Dolph Ziggler said you sucked in Saudi Arabia oh yeah and he went yeah, you're right. That match did suck, yeah. you know? And then, you know, there's similar, like, they've said bad things, I think, if I recall, about, about uh, certainly the Goldberg and Undertaker. Yeah, 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 they've yeah. said some things they since. They made allusions. Didn't yeah. they even say it? No, it wasn't. But th there have been people who have said something about sure. the Undertaker-Goldberg match yeah. and, and talked shit on it. So um, I'm almost wondering if they're going to not do the Legends matches at these Saudi events anymore. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know. Or at least be smarter about it. It feels like at the end of Raw, they kind of set up the Hogan-Stone Stone Cold thing. 
No. Having Hogan do what he did, then having Stone Cold come in, it just feels like they're kind of laying a little bit of the possibility there for people. That's to funny. See. I didn't feel that vibe at all, and that's my prediction that that's what that that's the match that Saudi that's, Arabia yeah, wants. Um, I did feel like Stone Cold was in. Bomb shape though. It was oh, looking God, like great. Stone Cold is in killer shape he right now. He can still do it one more time. That's what my friends were. We were in a group chat like, oh. you know he's got one more in him. Stone, you know he's got one more in him. Stone Cold, The Rock, and Triple H. The one pro- triple threat, please. Oh God. The problem is similar to, to it's for Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold. Yeah. Both of their finishers rely on them falling directly on their butt, which. Oh yeah, they've had to have surgeries That's for it. You're right. You you're know, right, I mean that right. that as much as it doesn't, you don't think about it. That shit hurts your body. Like sure. the leg drop, doing that for yeah. forty years. Like you put a lot of impact on your spine. Yeah. Like you know, and same with Stone Cold. Like Stone Cold just dropping on his ass doing the stunner all the time. You don't see him just dropping stunners out all the time no, anymore. No. Um, but I do think that's one that they want. If I were Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold, I'd be trying to get in super shape to make that happen to get one last giant payday. I think Stone Cold, yeah, certainly. What can Hogan do at this point? I love Hogan to pieces, but he's over. He's in the 60s, man. You hey, know, man. I he's see, got like a robot back now, well, though. Fair enough. I guess Jerry Briscoe, if he can win the 24-7 <laughs> title, anything is possible. Um, and, but you know what? Also, with Shawn Michaels here, I felt like, you know, because there's this whole dust up at the end, yeah. and Dolph Ziggler hits him with the super kick. So... In your opinion, yeah, do you yeah. think we're leading towards oh, Sean another and, Shawn Michaels match? Shawn versus Ziggler would be incredible. It would. I think that would tear a house down because both those guys love to fly around and do crazy shit and go inside and outside the ring and have great speed chemistry in the ring. So I'd be down for that. Yes. I don't want Miz involved. Well, I agree. I agree with you, but... Maybe a triple threat. I feel like we're more likely to get... And I know everyone's hopes are up after last night. Yeah. But I feel like we're more likely to get guest referee Shawn Michaels than... Uh, like Miz versus Dolphins. They were already going that way with Shawn Michaels as the guest referee. Maybe. We haven't had that short, short Shawn Michaels referee look in a long time, you know? Yeah, do, yeah exactly. Yeah, doing all that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's a, that, I'm wondering if we're getting that at SummerSlam. Because, that's you know, I, cool. I broke it on the site last night, and there's a little bit of a spoiler warning here. If you don't want to know a match that's taking place at SummerSlam that has not been announced yet, fast forward a few minutes. This is your warning. This is your last warning. Mm-hmm. It looks like we're getting Trish Stratus versus Charlotte at SummerSlam. Whoa! And we're going to get to the Charlotte thing shortly. But I don't think that we're going to have two Hall of Famers who are technically, like, coming out of, like, not retirement. Because right. Shawn Michaels already did that. And Trish Stratus isn't technically retired. Yeah. Um, They're guest wrestling. But guest wrestlers, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like we're not going to get two WWE Hall of Famers as guest wrestlers at okay. this pay-per-view. Okay. Um, but you never know. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. It looks like, you know, because I was thinking, because I thought maybe we were going to get the club here. I thought the club was going to be oh, involved in this. I right. thought maybe we were going to get some continuation Raw. from Raw oh, yeah, yeah. and AJ saying to Shawn Michaels and Triple H, like, you don't think we'll go to NXT? You don't think we know where you work? We know how to get there. Like, yeah, we know yeah. where you are. I thought they were going to maybe play off of that a little bit and, and go that direction, especially with Ricochet possibly not being able uh, to wrestle yeah. at SummerSlam. They need something new for the club to do, so I thought maybe they were going to go that direction, and mm. that's why they pulled Shawn from commentary so they could start an angle here. But yeah. um, I guess, I mean, I guess 
you know, inserting Sean at SummerSlam as a guest referee is also that works, fun. It right? Works. It doesn't mean he wrestles. No. Uh, and maybe he gets involved in the match. And he probably hits a super kick back on Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. He's done that before. Yeah. My, everybody remembers the, the situation with him uh, with uh, Triple H and Undertaker. So it's certainly a possibility. And so. WWE's trying to pop the ratings a little bit right yeah. now, you know, clearly yeah. with AEW on, on their heels yeah. and stuff. So uh, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't read that thread that you tweeted uh, about the writers getting laid off, I thought that's a good tweet. If you haven't read that thread, you should definitely read that thread. Yeah, a, a good stuff. respect. Good respect. Yeah, Tom, to he's a former, uh, former writer on the creative team. Yeah. He's got so lots see, of interesting stuff. So you see changes are being made. I guess, oh, yeah. Is what, is what the point is oh, yeah. here. Uh, so it could lead, to, though, to a match down the road between the three of them, which be, would be fun. A triple threat match with Shawn Michaels, Ziggler, and uh, The Miz would be great down the road. We'll see. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move on to Ember Moon. This was a really interesting yeah, situation. Uh, Ember Moon. Uh, Bailey came out. Ember Moon comes out, wrestles uh, Charlotte. Uh, Bailey comes out. Ember uses that distraction to pin Charlotte. And then randomly, as Bailey and Ember are making fun of Charlotte, Ember throws Bailey into the ring to distract Charlotte, and then Ember delivers a whooping on Charlotte. So uh, I don't know what the point of this was, because <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, is she going heel? I thought for a second she was going heel, which would be great. That's something to do with her character. Uh, but I, I don't know if she's playing both. Like, I just don't know the point of this. Yeah, I'm completely Explain it to me. No, I can't. Okay. I don't know either. I was also okay. confused. I was like, wait, is she heel? Wait, is she turning? Right. Wait. What? But I will say this much. If she is turning heel, yeah. very needed. Because you and I have talked I about this. How she needs the something. Nintendo Switch playing Fire Goddess doesn't really make sense. Right. Like, you need to have a clear-cut character. Yep. Are you this gamer nerd or are you a Fire Goddess? Right, you know? right. And, and in my opinion, Fire Goddess is going to get you a lot more um, down the line it's than a more person who plays video games. Right, you know? exactly. And, and who is kind of like this meager person backstage, but then when she comes to the ring, she's this, you know, larger-than-life character. Yeah. Um, I feel like she needs that edge. It helped Bailey. It helped Becky. It's helped a lot of people adding a little edge to their character. So um, I would really like them to add to, to, to go full-blown for a heel turn. Also, because it makes more sense with the with this um, Bailey match. Yeah. There's not a lot to it right now. You know, it was like, who do you want? Ember. Great. That's the feud. You yeah, know, and yeah. so like, you know, if if if, if Ember's gonna kind of have a mean streak go into it, I think that helps the feud. I think it helps Ember. I think it helps everyone overall. Yeah. So if that's the direction they're going, cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. I think that's the best explanation <laughs> I've heard yet. So I'll accept that. Um, but you got to do something to make her stand out. This stands out, certainly. So we'll see how uh, she uh, how it goes forward storyline-wise with her. Do you have the Charlotte thing written down, or should we talk about that here as yeah, well in the interview? Well, so, so then, yeah, so Charlotte had that interview later in the night yep. where she mentioned how she wants to uh, promise that I'm at SummerSlam and said that she wants to prove that she is the greatest female wrestler of all time yeah. or whatever. Um, and then on, on, how can on, you have a premiere event without the queen is what she exactly. was saying. Exactly. And... Saying. and, and uh, um, on social media afterwards, she tweeted saying, uh, Queen of all eras is what she called herself. Yeah, I saw that. And so uh, that spoiler alert, you're going to have to forward a few more minutes if you really cared about getting spoiled. <laughs> uh, warning. Warning. One more spoiler alert. Warning. Okay. Uh, with Tristratus. Uh, yeah, so I've heard that Jip. I mean, it, it's in her hometown, Toronto, SummerSlam. Okay. And I've heard, yeah, she's pretty much locked in to mm -hmm. to be wrestling at okay. the event. So I feel like that's a good marquee match for the show. Sure. For the Absolutely. show. Yeah, I mean, like, 
Trish Stratus in a singles match. I, I'm she, into it. She did an evolution. She was just she was great. Her and Lita were great. In yeah, evolution. I was gonna say that wasn't a singles match. No, nope, it was a tag team yeah. match, but she could do it. Yeah, totally, so, totally. Know, so it's good to see her wanting getting in, in tussle with uh, Charlotte Flair. I will say it's a bummer that it's not Sasha. As much as I love Charlotte Flair, oh yeah, just because I know that I, you know, you've seen Sasha talk so much about how she wants to wrestle Trish Stratus, and I realize that she's not backstage right now, so it's right. a little hard to make that happen. Uh, but but uh, how sure are you that it's going to be Charlotte and Trish? I'm like 95% sure. Okay, all right, all right. Because a lot of people... Unless something really weird happens well, from now until... I mean, it's only a few weeks away, right. so... I we'll mean, see. I've known for a week. Okay. But I was holding off because I wasn't... I was still working on it, and yeah. then... Um, Last night after the stuff happened on SmackDown, I was like, okay, uh, there we go. And then yeah. I reached out to a few more sources, confirmed with a few more sources. Okay. Um, I'm, 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 I'm 95% sure that she's wrestling, that Sir Stratus is wrestling the pay-per-view. Uh, okay. As for their opponent to Charlotte, um, I would also say very high likelihood. Okay. Okay. Um, and I saw this morning that post-wrestling, uh, they confirmed this morning. They said it's done deal. Wow. Trish Stratus versus okay. Charlotte. All right. So there may be uh, Trish Stratus coming out going, you're not the queen. I, you know, That's my guess. I laid the groundwork for the women's revolution. That's my guess. Yeah, you're right. going to say you're the queen of all eras. Yeah, well, right. Eight time, isn't she like an eight-time women's champion yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. So I think she can go like that. Like, I've got more title reigns than you type thing. Right, right. And uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. All right, uh, let's move on. Kofi Kingston here. Uh, they, he came out to do to talk about who is gonna who his matches uh, going to be at SummerSlam. Calls out Randy Orton. Randy Orton comes out. They have a fantastic back and forth. Go back to 2009. So you know life moves so fast sometimes that you forget, man. And oh, I've never forgotten this one. Really? Okay. Oh, I was a big Kofi fucking. I was you a were Kofi big Mark. Kofi Mark at the time. Yeah, I was never a Kofi Mark. But like, <laughs> but uh, but I always appreciated him. But I always saw him as a you know a good mid card. Well, see me when I when I got back see, into wrestling at a certain point. Point. Um, I'd gotten out of it for a little bit and yeah. I got back into it and then it was really like what really like sparked my passion again some people are going to laugh was the WWE version of ECW where oh I, yeah because uh, not because it was like thrilling television but like me and my good friends at the time who I, I had discovered were also wrestling fans and I'd known them for a while yeah. uh, we would all get together to watch ECW together and, and then that's when CM Punk Debuted and I was like, "Whoa, that guy's cool." Yeah, I'm into that. That's yeah. I've heard about this guy on the internet for the past few years. Right. Now I'm seeing him. I see why people were pumped on that guy. And Kofi was one of the other people who debuted mm -hmm. on ECW, uh, the WWE version of ECW, with his whole like, you know, Jamaican thing, right. and the you know, on the beach or whatever those vignettes. And my friends and I, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> let's just say a. Uh, a Rasta Jamaican character resonated with us at the time when we were watching the show together. And so, <laughs> and so we all loved Kofi Kingston. Yeah. And then, so I always was like a big Kofi guy. And then when the, the Randy Orton stuff happened, I was like, yeah, this is Kofi's moment. And it wasn't, right, you know? Right. Um, so I, for one, love that they're calling back to this. And I really love that it was Kofi who called him out. It wasn't yeah. the opposite way. It was like, this thing is eating at me for years. You held me down, yeah. and I want my revenge for it. Like, that's such good storytelling. Yeah, and, and Randy pushing back saying, well, I didn't have to do a fake Jamaican accent <laughs> and shake my butt on screen. Uh, and a number of people were super upset on Twitter about what Randy said. So it was like, oh, yeah, Randy, you're third-generation superstar. Tell me how hard you had to work. So it was really no, interesting. No, he said he didn't 
have to work hard. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, but people were saying like it's ridiculous <laughs> for him to comment and say that uh, you know Kofi that was his situation. I also loved where compared to his, where he said like you know now it always felt like you held me down and Randy went I did hold you down. Yeah. Like, I did say that. <laughs> you know, I love it. It's like oh, you go like oh what a fucking dick. Right. Fuck that guy. You know, and so it's great. I can't believe I've lived long enough to see Randy Orton's actual terrible shit be used in a real heel <laughs> angle that he's owning up to finally. It's so true. Instead of those stupid videos promoting him as some good guy. That's full circle stuff yeah, right there where yeah. you're like, the, all the stuff that people used to say about him and now from what you hear, he's yeah. like completely changed. He's like a nice guy behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, yeah. People like him. He's like a veteran b- backstage. You know, he's got a kid. He's got a family That's now. That happens sometimes. That happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's growing up. up. You yeah, know, yeah. it happens. Doesn't mean you have to forgive him for the stuff of the past, but, but the man changes. But it's fun to be able to play off of that people stuff. People change. Yeah. yeah, but it's fun to be able to play off yeah, that of stuff. Thing now, now that he's not that right, as much right. and he is pretty well like that's people. why they can use it because Randy's cool with it now totally instead of being an indictment of him totally it's right. not like exactly it's not like they're ribbing him because people don't like him behind the scenes right. you know right, right, right. Uh, and so I thought all of this was money man yeah, like, I man. thought this made Whew. Kofi look like a star yep. it, you know it made him look like it, it, it did a good job of uh, getting you into it you're like yep. I remember that yeah. you know almost every fan remembers that I think well mm-hmm. yeah who were watching at the time. You remember like sure. when Kofi had that whole feud with Randy Orton and he was he was like on target to be there and then yeah. it, it just fizzled away. So yeah, I honestly I right now cuz who's Seth pro, do we know who's Seth versus Brock, right. right? I honestly I'd be cool with Kofi versus Randy main eventing the show. Main eventing the show? I feel like there's more history to it. It won't happen, but I it hear what you're saying. It won't happen, but I but I bet you it would be a better match. Uh, sure. It'll be a better match. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Um, and the fans are kind of turning on Seth. So this is, kind of are. This is going to be a fascinating uh, 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 pay-per-view for sure. I actually feel like WWE has done a f- phenomenal job with Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston's title oh, run. Hands down. Maybe one of the best things they've done in a, in a long time. Because it had a slow start and you're like, oh, is this going to go the way of Daniel yep. Bryan's run? Yep. But it didn't. It kept elevating. Yep. With each feud, it's elevated a little more him. He's elevated a little more in the eyes of fans to where now he's going up against a WWE legend. Randy right. Orton is a legend in WWE at this point. Uh, he went from the legend killer to being one of the legends now. Yeah. And and he's a, he needs to be killed. You know? <laughs> he, and, and that's what Kobe's going to be there for. And I love Figuratively. it. Figuratively. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, but I, I like the way they're going with it. And honestly... When you look at like the landscape of WWE right now, I feel like there's enough opponents opponents for Kofi Kingston uh, to sustain his run to WrestleMania. Thoroughly agree with you, and I saw your tweet about that, and I hope that ends up being the case. Uh, but I think Randy has to be the last one to use the fluke angle. This At some point, the fluke angle starts to become something that has no weight to it because he's beating everyone who's calling him a fluke consistently and numerous times. Mm-hmm. So with the Randy situation, once this is done, they're going to have to find a new angle f- uh, or a new way to approach Kofi to denigrate him being champion, that's possible. Well, a win over Randy Orton, you can't call him that anymore. That's at what that I'm point. saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that, right. that that might be why they're doing that. Yeah. It's like, okay, we've we've had him go up against guys who were on his level. Now we need to have him go up against one who's above his level, right, who's right. like someone who we revere as like the golden circle type people. Like Absolutely. The top, the top guys yeah. in the company uh, to really show what, what he's got as champion. And so, um, yeah, so you saw that tweet? I, I yeah, yeah. There? I liked it. I feel like that might be the direction they're going. Why not? I feel like, you know, you go for a full year of Kofi as champion. Champion and Kofi, and you you can even have Big E win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Or, or even, I guess, because you want all of New Day, 
So that's a little more difficult. No, I guess just Kofi goes, you guys deserve it. You know, you've been there for me, and I want to give something to you. You were there for me last Mm -hmm. WrestleMania, and you supported me this whole year. I want to give you your guys' big WrestleMania moment. Right. We're going to have a three-way for the WWE title. Or you could do the repeat of Hogan and Andre, where Big E goes, where, you know, they they turn on them, and (laughs) Xavier goes, you didn't give this man, he's the Bobby Heenan, you didn't give this man a shot at the title. He supported you for years, and you never once gave him a shot at the title. And now, what are you here to do? I want to challenge you for your title at the WrestleMania. That would be awesome. That would Big E versus Xavier, I mean, versus uh, uh, Kofi for the title would be fantastic with a heel aspect. But what if it's just cool, like, three guys at the top of their game, don't have to break up, and you have this cool moment where you have these cool vignettes where they're all training, they're all at peak physical condition. They're not. It's not about hating each other. It's right. the opposite. It's about mm-hmm. loving each other and having and having a marquee mad match between the three of them yeah. that ends with let's say Kofi winning. I'm sorry. That ends with let's say Biggie winning. Okay. And and a. Uh, a hug afterwards, a passing of the torch from Kofi to Biggie, like, hey, I had my year, now it's time for yours. I feel like that gives you more than Biggie being like, fuck positivity, I want the title. I just don't think it falls in line with his character at all. Okay. You and your kumbaya stuff. If anyone's going to turn no. heel, it's Xavier Woods. <laughs> yeah, but it won't carry the weight as it would huh. if Biggie turned heel. But it could be that they do that, and at the end, how Kofi wins could affect. Co- uh, Biggie turning heel, which that's possible. A little more possible. Yeah, yeah, that's a little more possible. Just don't. I don't think they need to break up, man. <laughs> Power positivity. <laughs> Woo! I agree with you. Uh, well, that, no, well, you don't, you liar. <laughs> the positivity. I mean, I agree with the power of positivity. I don't agree with them not breaking up. But uh, this is uh, speaking of positivity. We're leaving that now to go into the not so positive, which was the match that followed between Samoa Joe and Kofi. This was so unnecessary. It. I don't understand the point of it. I get it that it's to Randy to interfere, but still, Kofi comes out on top. In both ways, because Randy RKO's Joe, so Kofi doesn't have to beat him. And then Kofi gives him uh, the, what is it, the Paradise para- para- Trouble in Paradise? Uh, yeah. The Trouble in Paradise finisher on Randy and then stands over him with the belt. So to me, I thought this was a wasted thing on all fronts. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I, I like, okay, one thing I like here yeah. is that we didn't just get another loss. We didn't get another just loss to Smojo. Right. I feel like Smojo's been losing a lot and yep. he's a strong character in these losses. Ultimately, will make people look at him in, in a lesser light if yep. they continually have him lose all the time against all the other main eventers. Yes. Um, so I liked that Randy interfered. Yep. I liked that he came in, that he stopped everything, that he that he tried to interfere, and that Kofi outsmarted him, was waiting for him to do that, mm-hmm. and did the whole like stop in there like drunken master pose yeah, status. Yeah. Um, I, I was okay with that. I didn't like that Joe then still got RKO. Yeah. Because it was like, well, I thought we were doing this to protect Joe. Right. That didn't do that. Nope. Necessarily. Nope. Um, but I kind of like that, you know, in order to raise Kofi, to elevate Kofi even more to a level mm-hmm. of Randy Orton, I like that he had one up on Randy, that he was waiting the whole match for Randy to do that, yeah. and then still had his number and was able to outsmart him, and, and he knew that Randy couldn't help but RKO someone, and then he right. was able to hit the kick. So I didn't, I didn't hate all of this, okay. um, but I can see your point of what you're saying about very unnecessary. Yeah. Um, 
Because I, I think it did undercut Joe a little 100% bit. 100% undercuts Joe. Yeah, and it it looks it makes Randy look beatable. And, yeah, people look at themselves. People look at Kofi standing over Randy, and they go, oh, this is a tease that Randy's going to win. But this has happened before where Kofi has gotten the best of everyone and still won the match later on. So uh, maybe it's a further effort to legitimize Kofi even more with That's the fans. That's the vibe I got. Yeah, but I don't think... He we- stands tall with Joe, who's a yeah, beast. Yeah. Uh, and then he outsmarts Randy. Uh, I, I, think- g- I guess I get the point. Yeah. I just feel like he doesn't need it. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know the, the uh, uh, temperature of the fans overall that are still questioning Kofi being champion. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you in that aspect that, like, I don't think that there is... Well, that's not true, you know? I- yeah. There's a hardcore portion of the fan base that is just angry all the time, as yeah, you know. Sure. And, but I mean, I get like you know, like that, responses to that tweet that were that, about Kofi, where yeah. people were like, "Oh no, this terror, this tire run has been so weak. What? Like, like weakest champion since Jinder Mahal. Oh, for like, fuck's sake!" And I'm just like, "What? Like, That's no way!" Stupid. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. That's stupid. But maybe he's there are people fantastic. within the company who feel that way. I don't know. Yeah, that's and that's crazy to me too because he's been. It isn't just the writing. He's been delivering great matches. Yes. in all these uh, matches. He's and been the 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 poster boy of what a babyface should be. Yes, because it's believable every time he might lose. Believable. You can stand behind him. He yep. seems like he he has morals that you can that you can, that resonate with the crowd. Yep. Um. He he's he's good to his friends. Um. You know he. His words aren't hollow. He backs them up. Yep. He, he says he's going to win. He wins. You know, I think that those things are important. And yet yeah. he has been the, the, the poster boy of a baby face. Yeah, I think right now. thoroughly agree with that. All right, let's move on. We'll see, uh, you know, how this progresses down and what happens in SummerSlam between those guys. Uh, but Finn Balor came out uh, after his two-week uh, hiatus um, to talk about what happened with uh, uh, Bray Wyatt. Hiatus, the free- right? I think it was two. Wasn't it two? All right. Uh, uh, Bray- <laughs> no, because Bray Wyatt debuted two weeks. Well, it was last Raw. So right. that would be only be one Raw in between. So one week. Okay. All right, fine. One week. And uh, you had this situation where he'd been taken out by uh, the, fiend. the Fiend there in Bray Wyatt, and uh, who had, of course, took out Mc- the poor McFoley. Um, so he talks about all this, and, and you know, he says he's going to come back. He's going to fight him. He's angry about the whole situation. So this seems like the – I thought he was taking a two-month break. Are they going to barrel into this? Or is well, remember this I had said, where he does the two-month break after this match? Yeah, in my initial report, okay, it okay. said it was likely – the two-month break was likely to start was, – was probably going to start right after SummerSlam. Okay, okay. So I guess he loses at SummerSlam. So he'll get destroyed at months. SummerSlam, and then, and then maybe then, comes back. and then, Okay. Did you like this promo? I mean, I – Okay, so I, I – okay. The Finn part okay. was whatever. Right. It was fine. Right. Um, made sense. You know, I, I wasn't, like, against it. But, you know, Jay Washington and I yesterday on the Raw recap, we yeah. talked about how we really felt like now that we've seen The Fiend a few times, another episode of Firefly Funhouse was needed. Oh. To kind of, like, bring it all together, to tie the okay. two together of, like, okay, this guy and this guy are very different. Right. Can right. we get some sort of connective tissue here to figure out like how that guy and those things we were loving is this guy yep. who's uh, doing things in the ring? And I felt like they did a really good job of that last night. You know, um, when when they when the Firefly Funhouse music started playing, yeah. I popped. I was like, oh yes, this is what I wanted. I was totally surprised. Yeah, I, will, I I was too because even though yep. Jay and I said it, I didn't think it was going to happen. Right. And I felt like it was exactly what this feud needed to kind of. Keep it going a little bit. The Mick yeah. Foley thing was fun. It was a good, like, scary guy, scary guy thing or whatever. Right, right. Um, but but this Firefly Funhouse thing where it pops up and he's just doing the whole, like, 
like I'm a huge fan of yours, but the mm-hmm. fiend is you know is not. You know? Right, like, right. like I love that whole stuff. He you accepts know? the match. Yeah, he accepts. He's gotta let me in. It's yeah. like this is part of it. Um, I've seen a couple of comments online from other reviewers who said like this was great to see Balor on the other side of a person who has a double personality. Totally. So it's like, oh wow, this could actually be really fascinating if they both come out regular. But of course, I, I don't know because it's I don't easier see for the demon yet. yeah, it's easier and it's easier for. Bray to switch just putting on the mask, whereas Finn has to put all the paint on and shit. It's so true. it takes way longer for him to become the demon. I think that we'll. So, I, I, I think that we're going to see regular Finn because, like I okay. said, he's taking that two month yeah, break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like he loses, and if he's not joining the club when he comes back or the OC, right? If he's not joining the OC when he gets back, uh, then I could see him coming back as the the demon yeah. for revenge. Yeah. You thought you got rid of me, but right. the demon. I also have a split personality, you know? Because um, he even alluded to their old feud where he said, like, I don't know if he's, like, still got past beef from, from you know, from right. before. Right. And I'm assuming he was referencing when they were going to wrestle and it was going to be Sister yeah. Abigail versus the demon. Right. And that never happened. So um, I'm this is definitely a cooler way of getting to that match yeah. of yep. the fiend versus the demon. Uh but I definitely, definitely love the Firefly Funhouse thing, even though it's obviously backstage this time and mm-hmm. not in its own special set somewhere on a soundstage. Yeah. It's clearly just like backstage with white or with a, with a blue wallpaper that they, they just kind of put up somewhere. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I thought that they did a really good job of the split personality thing with, with Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. here. I thought that they made it. You go like, oh, that's that guy's crazy. Yeah. That guy's fucking nuts. And I like that because he had the whole – I don't know. He just made you – it made, you, it made the whole thing more believable yeah. to me. Don't disagree with you there. Uh, all right, our last match of the night is uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens here with, as we saw earlier in the night, which we didn't say, uh, we have uh, Elias as the special timekeeper, Shane McMahon out there as, as the announcer, and uh, 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 Roman Reigns, oh no, as uh, Drew McIntyre's special guest referee. Um, and this didn't even become a match, honestly. It just devolved quickly. Uh, Reigns took a little bit of offense with Kevin Owens said, so they went at it, but then they turned on Eli- uh, turned on McIntyre. Then Elias got involved. Then Shane, it all goes around. But in the end, Kevin Owens standing tall in the ring, um, having taken care of Shane um, after he got a Superman punch. He stunned him twice, and that was that. Uh, no one takes a stunner better than Shane does, except for last week. Oh right. Oh yeah. I guess so. Maybe he was like, "Oh yeah, I got to do better. I got to do better." That's but probably usually, more what it was because he's done. He's he's gotten great yeah, stunners from Stone Cold. Yeah, those are everywhere. all great. And I hate when people just kind of crumble to the ground. Yeah, you gotta sell the thing. Yeah, don't Linda McMahon it. Or even too far with Rock, where you're flipping over. Oh, I, those are my favorite stunners are, when they do that. I hate those. Oh, things. the Rock getting stunned is my favorite. I, th- I always think Triple H and and the Shane have been the best to receive them. Shane was one of the best yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, when, I'm when sorry. The, the Rock so much better. The Rock was the best. <laughs> the Rock was 100% the best. I loved it when he would just like sell it like he had been shot in the face. Yeah, he Shawn Michaels did. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> the way he would do it. I just, you know, but, but anyway, well, did you like this? This was kind of fun. I found this to be actually fun and I thought I wasn't going to like it and I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I was kind of like half paying attention to this part because I was writing okay. the Stratus. Oh, I shouldn't have spoiled it. I tried so hard not to spoil it for people and then I did it anyways. Oh, but, well. But you didn't say where. 
Good you didn't day. say what? Good point. Good point. <laughs> you just, Damn it. You just mentioned you like your I'm strategy. the worst. You're writing about your strategy. Yeah. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm not going to have him edit that out. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was so busy writing the thing, I was only kind of half paying attention, but it yeah. didn't seem like I needed to give it no, my full no, attention. It was, it, was, what it, was. it was what it was. It was what it was. Um I am enjoying this, the, mm-hmm. the Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon stuff much more than I have the Shane Mc, uh, the Kevin Owens, or sorry, than the Roman Reigns, Shane McMahon right, stuff. Right. Um, so I, I'm feeling it. I want to see the SummerSlam match. Mm-hmm. I think they've properly built it up. I don't want Roman Reigns to be involved in it at all, though. Although I'm getting worried that it might that he might have yeah. some sort of involvement now. Maybe it turns into a tag team match or something like that. Oh. And I don't need Stone Cold Kevin Owens to be tagging with Roman Reigns to kind of help him. Right. A little bit to like make the anti-authority thing more believable for Roman Reigns. Yeah, Just yeah, let yeah. Kevin Owens do it now. It wasn't working with Roman. I guess that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird the way it's going. Is he going to be involved in them? Because it can't be Kevin Owens versus all three of those guys. So you imagine at some point. Maybe uh, Roman is just around the ring as a help. And he's not pegged for anything right now. Yeah, so maybe that's what he is. And oh. he's been involved with these guys the whole time. Yeah. I don't want it to be a tag match. I want I it to be a one on one. And too. then they're outside the ring. And maybe they pull what they pull, what they've been pulling at these shows, which is it's originally a singles match. And as it gets going, ding, 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 they turn it into a tag match. That's certainly a possibility. You don't do especially, that SummerSlam, especially though. with Shane involved in the situation. Yeah. He can decide to do that. So I have heard there. Well, I shouldn't say that here. Right. Actually, another spoiler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a scoop I haven't put out. Me, oh. so I probably should hold off on it. But um, yes, I agree with you. I hope it, I, it's possible it does turn into that. Yeah. I, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, there you go. That's our SmackDown Live recap. Hope you enjoyed that and revisiting the show from last night. I would say overall, I enjoyed the show. Yeah. Not one of the greatest SmackDowns, but certainly a fun one, especially on the heels of that awesomely fun Raw reunion. Sorry, some of you didn't like it. I watched it last night, or uh, yeah, for the first time, because I didn't watch it the other night, and I really enjoyed it. So, uh, I'm, if you didn't like it, I'm sorry for you. I thought that was a nice revisit to memory lane. I did too. I liked the reunion. We've been, um, just one minor note, too, to WWE. Where are the ladies at? Fair points. What happened? Yeah, fair points. You've got tag team champ, women's tag team champions. You've got all these things. Yeah, what, what was the Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose? Did they say they locked in a tag team title match? That was match? very confusing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I was confused was like, about that hey, as well. I got us this ma- a, a tag team title opportunity. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And if we win, we get a tag team title opportunity. It was yeah. like, wait. Did you already have it, or do you have to yeah. earn it? That was confusing. And why wasn't it that night? Why did you have the promo and not have the match? was very confused that about that. That was very confusing. Um, yeah. But regardless... There was, like, what, one yeah, match was that Charlotte. was, like, three minutes? Yeah. And, like, the the Raw reunion didn't really have any women's wrestling either. No, not wrestling, no. We had the moment of bliss, but that's about it. Get with it. I mean, yeah. You, yeah. Like, come on. You can't say you were part of this revolution and then just, like, not use them again. Yeah, and it's weird. If, if this is... If this is what Bischoff and Heyman are doing, then... No, I'm, I don't think this is okay. the Bischoff and Heyman okay. thing. All right. They, All right. they don't have their hands in the cookie jar enough yet. Okay. All right. Fair they enough. have influence. Well, right. Bischoff just had his first production meeting this week. This okay. was the first one he was at. Okay. This was his first SmackDown. So they've opened the jar. They they've opened the jar. I think Heyman's got his hand deeper in than Bischoff for sure. Sure. I'm going to let that go. Got right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for watching this episode. Ryan, tell them whether they can read, watch, or listen to everything we do. Uh, ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash G slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find the Raw and SmackDown recaps that we do here. You can find Wrestling Sheet Radio there as well and any other videos that I decide to post. Check it out. While you're there, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the videos. Make sure you comment. Uh, I, I read them all, so please keep doing that. I appreciate it very much. 
But also, if you just want to listen to the audio, you can do that as well. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio on all the top pop, on all the top podcast platforms. There you go. Uh, you can follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roca Says. We will talk. To, enjoy the rest of your week. We'll talk to you next week with Napa Know How. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 